like I assume we probably already started. Yeah, so we're already starting. Oh, can we turn that? Do you have the remote key turn that down? Oh, you uh, did. Okay. It's already down. Good. All what right. absurd horror movie is this? This is it some had... version of Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead. Well, I don't know. They made so many of them. I can't remember which one this is. Ten minutes into this thing, 15 minutes into this thing, there was a pretty unfortunate rape scene. I mean, it was... It wasn't... Really? It, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Is it like one made for sci-fi? I don't know. I've honestly never saw. I just popped on a, the first horror movie I saw. Apparently, it's like a really big business. It's like sci-fi is like made-for-TV movies. Like actually, somehow make a ton of money. Really? I always wondered about that. How do well, like you see those no people budget. that have? Yeah, yeah that's true. Their budget's like a couple. You see those people that like uh, that are always in like those made-for-TV movies or like those direct-to-video movies. I never really figured out how they made money. Because where does like when Bruce Willis does a direct to video movie how the hell that thing make money i don't get it but whatever it's you know what that's for the uh that's that, that's for the uh the, the science geeks to figure out and that sounds like a good pop culture spectrum episode too oh yeah actually we can maybe stand about speaking that. of which speaking of which guiltlessnetwork.com i'm just gonna watch these things just eat flesh for the entire all right whatever oh, i'll, I'll, I'll work through it, it. I know, that's why yeah. I shouldn't, it's, uh, that's my fault. Um, yeah, guiltlessnetwork.com, check out all the shows. Uh, we finally got uh, the FUC podcast coming, so that'll be that'll be a new show coming up. Yeah. And I know there's some updates coming to the website, because we've got some, we're, we have an event coming in April, according to the website. <laughs> Fuck, April really? This year. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, we have, so. a new, uh, we have a new marketing manager, um, my wife. And uh, she's going to really help out with that. She's also going to dabble in a little bit of IT. Um, I'm going to help her. By help her, I'm going to make jokes while she makes updates to the uh, to the website. But yeah, we got a, a couple things we got to update on that. But we'll get on it soon. So we're going to get into our guests in a second here. But the last thing before we do that, and I'll let Joe handle all these introductions. Um, if you're listening to this and you have not at minimum rated the podcast, please do so. Whatever platform you're listening to it on, rate review we'd love the reviews um subscribe that'd be awesome too but it you know it really helps us grow uh the podcast um we're trying to make some kind of dumb list here in cleveland because the podcasts that are on the best podcast lists in this city are pretty shitty oh fuck yeah i saw i have a couple of people i wanted to ask about that but that's actually yeah, I, and I, every time I say something like that, Carissa's always like, well, just because you don't yeah, like it doesn't mean it sucks. <laughs> and, and that is true. It is true, but but I still feel like it sucks. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with my mentality and just keep doing that. It's fucking But I don't understand it. I don't understand it. it I want to do this pantless. Is uh, anybody going to be offended if I just do it in my boxers? Probably, yeah. <laughs> a few people. I'm not even going to take a vote. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm bald it. and uh, my head is sweating. I don't... I don't even have hair. Do you want some water? No. Nah. All right, got beer. All right, cool. All right, well, I think well, that's, that's yeah. it. So uh, we're going to get into uh, uh, our guest here. Um, some of you have heard me kind of just reference in the past, but I haven't talked a lot about it, uh, about uh, been doing jiu-jitsu for the last couple years of my life. So I've met a lot of cool people there. 
Um, and I say that because I assume some of them are going to be listening, so I got to throw a shout out. Um, but uh, recently uh, at the school, there are some people there that are actually are fighters that will come through that are you know MMA fighters. So they'll come through to kind of get like a jujitsu training there as well as uh, doing stand up and some other stuff. And uh, just recently, one of uh, my friends there just had his first fight, and he's agreed to come on and discuss it. So please go ahead and introduce yourself because I cannot pronounce your last name. I do. Clear, that's that's clearly of Italian descent. Yes, that's why I've only that's why I will only call you Vinny because I'm not hiring a dialect coach to get through that full name. Yeah. Uh, so just Vinny for us. But just um, Vinny. it's a lot easier to say. Yeah, very very easy to say. Also, so uh, so I've known Vinny for uh, two two and a half, and a half years now. Years. Uh, he's been been going to the same school. Uh, roll with him before, uh, and found out that he was having his first fight. So we're gonna kind of go through that because. Even though the MMA, I think itself, and uh, mixed martial arts and everything, jiu-jitsu, all that is 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 a probably the fastest growing sport in the last like ten years. To me, the thing that you just did on Sunday is something that still a very very small percent of the population has actually done. Um, not just doing it itself, but preparing for it. And that's kind of where we really wanted to get into and talk about what that process is. So, obviously, I know you have a wrestling background because. You've put me on my ass so many times. There's no way you don't. Um, so obviously, I'm sure you you what you you have to have 10, 15 years of wrestling. Yeah, I, uh, I started wrestling when I was uh, in eighth grade. Wrestled all through high school. Then I went to Ohio State, and uh, I wasn't I wasn't good enough to be on the team there. So I started wrestling club. Uh, first three four months I was there, I would just get my ass kicked by every single guy in the room. Uh, I think I was like one of the only people that wasn't a state placer or a state qualifier at the very least. I uh, got to the point where, you know, they, they beat the crap out of me. I got pretty, you know, pretty damn good at wrestling. Um, you know, did that for four and a half years while I was there. And then came home and just, you know, kept wrestling with, like, high school kids to keep, you know, keep it fresh. So what's the, I guess, what is the difference between, like, like club, you said club wrestling. What's that at the college level like? Yeah, so uh, it's called the NCWA. It's basically its own uh, body that's separate from the NCAA. Um, and basically what you do is there's two divisions uh one division division one is the uh varsity funded teams that just don't don't have an ncaa team whether they're like not a big enough school or they just don't have the funding um, oh, okay so you get you get varsity funded teams in club and then you get the d2 schools which are basically uh teams that actually have an ncaa team and you're just on the club team version of it okay cool all right so you did that for all four years yeah and then got out and you're and this is I guess a, a little similar because I played basketball in college and you get done with basketball in college believe it or not I didn't go pro or even looked at uh, but, shocking uh, yeah, I know it's weird this might be the height I know well there's a it's politics it's mainly <laughs> politics um, but uh, you know you get done and you don't want to stop you enjoy it so you want to find something else to do. so there's a lot of like basketball leagues so I assume that's what you're saying you you kept going with it you were finding other people to like wrestle with and do shit like that. Yeah, as much as I could, even even like right after I graduated, you know, whenever I was home, I'd be working out with the guys that I'd wrestled with that were a couple years younger than me. Uh, basically, every every year at Westlake, they you know they'd have a couple of upperweight kids that were, you know, either state qualifiers, state placers, or like on the verge. And basically, for the last seven years, I've been, you know, not like handpicking who I would train with, but I you know the coach would be like, hey, this is a good, this kid's good. You know, he's not at your level, but, you know, just work with him all year as much as you can and help that kid get better. So that's that's basically been my wrestling regimen for the last, you know, definitely the last three years since I left Ohio State. So okay. 
Well, please. No. So, I, look, I, I know nothing about these sports, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna be asking a lot of questions and just when you're when you're doing that is I mean is your skill level so much greater than theirs that they never get one up on you or is it I mean. Yeah, I mean, I not to like to my own horn, but yeah, there there's huge levels of the game. Like you know, I'm at the level where like I've I've beaten guys that were wrestling D1 before. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when I'm wrestling kids in high school, I have to tone it down. You know, I I wrestle, I try to wrestle them at the level that I'm just barely beating them because that's the point for them that they can they can grow and right, learn yeah, from yeah. it. If I just went out there and you know kick their ass the whole time they're not going to learn anything and it's really not going to help me at all either and that's what i was wondering it's like at what point is it even beneficial to either of you you know if you if if your skill level is just so much greater yeah yeah you really have to tone it down it's like the you know the zone of proximal development where the kid needs the you, you need to point you need to show that kid where they're having their mistakes i can't just and you know at the end of the day i'm also you know i'm a i'm a pretty big guy if i went out there and wrestled to my potential there's not too many kids in high school that are walking yeah, around. You're you know, sure. literally a full-grown man yeah. Yeah. that's been training for a lot longer than them wrestling what is still a kid. I know yeah. there's a lot of big high school kids, but at the end of the day, they are still kids. Yeah. So, and then there are going to be, of course, exceptions. There's some, just some nasty, nasty high school wrestlers that, that can really, like, pour on somebody. But, you know, Vinny, I mean, you probably walk around 215, probably. Yeah, I walk around 215. Yeah, so... And so most the, of the kids in high school that are walking around at 215, they, they, you know, they're 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 grown into their bodies. Exactly. <laughs> Still hasn't gotten there yet. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So one of the things that I saw you post about kind of throughout this entire process, and as I imagine at this point, everyone has already grown to love Vinny. So I'm going to go ahead and spoiler alert: <laughs> Vinny won his fight. I actually wasn't. <laughs> I was pretty confident you were going to win the fight. Just I just I don't know. I just I thought you were going to do well. You're an athletic guy. You're a strong guy. You don't really ever seem to get tired, which is off the charts frustrating when we're rolling because um, I'm tired driving there and like we're in like match seven and you're just like popping around ready for the next one to start so because I didn't want to ask like if things didn't maybe go your way so as soon as I saw that's I think I hit you up the very next day yeah because I wanted to be like okay man you want to talk about this I was dying for your fight because I was actually <laughs> at a fundraiser and I just kept refreshing Facebook I saw I was like awesome so that's kind of what I want to talk about. But I want to talk about the full process. So one of the things that you talked about, I think you mentioned on Facebook, is that this is something you've been. This isn't something you decided to do six months ago. This yeah. is something like like a decade in the making. Yeah, this a is a decade. Yes. You made this decision t- really. I I got into UFC. I think I was around fifteen. Okay. It was actually, like they did. Uh, they had a video game coming out, and they had um like a free demo that you could get on Xbox Live. Okay. So my buddies downloaded it and they showed me it. And we just started playing this game, and um, I I just I loved the game, and I just instantly just like I would go on YouTube, I would look up as many UFC fights as I could find. I'd start like you know following people's careers like Forrest Griffin and Chuck Liddell and uh, Tito Ortiz, Randy Couture. I would look I would look up every single one of their fights and just watch them all the time. And then you know by the early 2010 i was ordering almost every ufc pay-per-view with my buddies so the so, timing of it i think is good just to give you more of the background because many coming out of high school 
this is when UFC really started picking up steam in like 2005, which I think is when the Ultimate Fighter really started taking off. Yeah. So 2008, 2009, when he started getting exposed to it, it's in full swing. I mean, they're doing pay-per-views probably every other month. They have, like you mentioned, Chuck Liddell. is probably the first real big superstar they had, Forrest Griffin, huge star, all Hall of Famers. So you had kind of like that that access to it. You know, in 96, when I was coming out of college, those were like they referred to as the dark ages for – it's just not something you could ever really find. So in terms of – um, in, in setting up the whole UFC thing, I don't know shit about it, and Joe knows that. And um, just to give you, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, in, in it's not in its infancy anymore. Clearly, no, it's a huge yeah. sport. It's got to still be growing in terms of its fan base, right? I mean, it's now. It's I mean, it's it, I mean, it's always kind of been international, but the UFC itself is more international. Like they have deals with ESPN, they have deals with Fox. It's not even just a pay per view thing anymore. They probably yeah. have events you could probably find on TV weekly, I think, maybe at this point. They have multiple almost, real realities. Almost like, every week. Yeah, the, the the Ultimate Fighter is now the Ultimate Fighter Brazil, Ultimate Fighter China, the Contender Series. I mean, it's you could probably find either a brand new piece or a rerun somewhere every single day at this point because they have multiple deals. And that doesn't even include pay-per-view, YouTube, the other, I mean, the the obviously the podcasting world, the radio. I mean, the, now these all these former fighters are now analysts. I mean, they have deals with with ESPN and Fox. I mean, it's it's huge and it's still growing. And that's so, just UFC. Like you got exactly. PFL, you got Bellator, Bellator, you got One FC. Yeah, I mean, like, it's 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 huge. all over. And not and actually like the ones like Bellator, One FC, they're actually getting bigger names too. Okay. You know, like there was a lot of like. Uh, Mixed martial arts organizations like the like the Elite XC or Affliction that were trying to kind of compete and they all either got bought. I don't I don't know the the full story about it. They were either bought or they folded for whatever reason. But now they actually have multiple um, organizations that are competing and doing pretty well. Uh, the UFC is still the pinnacle of it, I think for sure. Uh, but they now, there's just so many more options now. Everything that we've talked about is just like Vinny said. That's just UFC. Then you factor in the Bellator deals and all the others. It's it's just it's everywhere now. Is, is boxing even going to be a sport anymore? Boxing, I think, will always be a sport. Um, I think it's made a little bit of a comeback in yeah, it recent has. years with Deontay Wilder, uh, Fury. You know, because you know they got more of the the personalities. Everyone obviously like the Triple G fight was big with. Uh, with Canelo, Floyd making a comeback every two years. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's ever going to fully go away. Um, they do need some more of the stars, like they had, like when I was growing up. Uh, I, like don't I don't know. What Tyson, you think. Lennox, Lewis. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know what you think. I mean, I think right now, it's. I mean, not not to say that boxing was you know dwindling, but the heavyweight division was kind of stagnant for a what? really long time. Where you just had the Klitschko brothers were the only two heavyweights that were worth a damn yeah and now it's in now it's at a point where there's a ton of heavyweights and you want to see you actually want to see these heavyweight matchups that i mean it's it's been a long time since you could say that and that's always been you know historically been the biggest division in boxing so i think that has really rejuvenated the sport so i'm sorry no go so you were i, I just wanted to now that we have that kind of yeah. leveled out you you were 15 saw this video game Fell in love with it, renting, blah 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 blah, and you made your decision. Then you're like, I want to fucking try that someday. Yeah, no it was, kidding. It was me like watching this, being like, you know what? I just want to get as good at wrestling as I can, and if I could do this, this would this would be a dream come true. If I could do this, okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of lot of pushback from my family. Um, you know, when I was, you know, when I first started talking about it, they were kind of like, all right, he's 15, he's gonna he's gonna grow out of it, and um, 
when I got to be like 18 and 19 and I was still talking about it, then they were like, all right, listen, like you're going to, you know, you're, <laughs> you can't do this. Like you're going to have some, you're going to have some serious, you know, brain damage if you try this out. Very few parents are going to be like, you know, I really hope my kid wants to do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are kids, there are parents now that want their kids to play football. Yeah. You know, there are kids that That's now don't want their kids to play sports in general. Yeah. No one's going to be like, really? Oh, thank God. You oh, want to do that? My son wants to punch other people And they're in the like, head. all right, sweetie, just calm the fuck down. He'll grow out of it. <laughs> right. He'll meet a chick. Something like <laughs> that. Right, yeah. And he'll fucking grow out of right. it. He'll realize that boobs are better than getting your ass kicked. Yeah. And you didn't. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. They are be- be- better, by the way. My, yeah, much a little better. bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, mom, dad, there's a way out of this for him still. All right. So... I wanted to get into also, now we kind of talked about the history. I mean, there's something you want to do for a long time, and I think it's awesome that you really did it. Um, the next thing is kind of where I think people, most people don't know about this at all, is how do you find a fight as an amateur? So what's the, you, you decide you want to fight, you think, you're like, I put in the training, I put in the time, now I really want to get in there and see what I can do. How do you find a, an amateur fight, whether, anywhere? Well, initially, this was probably about a year ago. This was before I was training at Rising Dragon, where I was, I was, you know, I was real, real, real cocky for someone who hadn't really been training stand up. But you know, my ground game was good, and I actually started reaching out. I would reach out to my buddies that were MMA fighters, and I was like, "Hey, do you guys, uh, do you guys know some promoters that um, that could arrange, you know, a fight with?" And they, you know, give me some names on Facebook, and uh, I, I, you know, talk, message them, talk to them a little bit. But I never, we never really got into anything serious, and I think they knew. Like, I mean, I wasn't, I was basically a jujitsu guy that was trying to get an MMA fight with no, you know, reputable stand-up. Sure. Um, and that kind of fizzled out, and then I started training at Rising Dragon, and uh, you know, I was training there for a long time, and uh, my coaches, uh, Taiwan Howard, started pushing me like, you know, Vin, when are you gonna, when are you gonna take a fight? And I, you know, I kind of was like. Me being like, you know what? I think if you think I'm ready, and I think I'm, I think I'm ready, then let's do it. So um, one of my teammates, uh, Tobias, he started reaching out to promoters, you know, all around, and uh, looking for a fight. And this was, this was probably, this was like early April, that the, that this started happening. So we 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 did this where he would be reaching out to people. He'd be like, hey, we might have something in a couple weeks. Like you might, they might need a last minute light heavyweight. And uh, usually the, those would kind of fizzle out. Like there was a couple of instances where like, hey, we need to fight in three weeks. Uh, never mind, they're not going to do it. Or hey, we need to fight um, two weeks from now. Uh, that's not going to happen. Um, and then there was one in June where they were looking for a while where you know the the promoter had my name and she was she was kind of voicing around like, hey, who we need a guy to fight um, a 205er in his debut. And uh, I got a concussion, so we kind of said, "Hey, wait, wait a week. Let's see if this is bad, or if I can, you know, be good to fight in in six weeks." And then by the time you know, I was like, "Hey, I'm good." She couldn't find anything. So then um, finally, Tobias was like, "Him, he, he." I gave him a list of dates where I could fight, and then like the next day, he was like, "Hey, do you want to fight uh, July 20th?" Or August, I think it was like August 21st or something. And I was like, I mean, like I'll fight in, I'll fight in uh, July. And then like the next day they, they had me a fight. Uh, so that, that time it was, <laughs> it was really quick that time. <laughs> I, 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 the reason I asked that is cause I remember, cause I, it, he mentioned, uh, Tobias, Tobias Taylor is another, uh, he's a pro MMA fighter that trains at rising dragon comes a real pro. 
uh, bantamweight, I believe. Yeah. Uh, really, really good fighter. Super cool guy. Really nice guy. And so I, I was curious if he had something to do with that because he does have experience. And I've seen him struggle sometimes. You know, sometimes he has a fight, drops. I He had a streak where I think he had like maybe three in a row that just his fights all fizzled out while he was in the middle of training, which I know would be frustrating. So, And it sounded like it was still a, you had somewhat of a, a similar experience with you know, the timing wasn't right for you. Something wasn't happening here. You're basically on standby. And the fact that you're an amateur, maybe they're probably not going to give you that three-month window that you're looking for. Yeah, and I, I, at one point, there was a fight where they were looking for an... They, they had an O&O guy, and they're like, hey, we need to fight for this guy. And they threw my name into the mix. And the guy was like, no, because of my jiu-jitsu background oh. and my wrestling background. He was like, he was like listen, like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not throwing this other guy to the wolves. Which you know, I, I completely understand that. Sure. You know, you don't if that if it's his first fight and my first fight, it's not it's not necessarily an even scale. No, um, if he has no but, grappling background at all, yeah, you're going to be able to dictate where that fight goes. And exactly. knowing that at all or not, you if you wanted to, if you felt comfortable standing up, you could keep it up. If you wanted to go down, it was going to go down, and he just knew there was no there was probably not going to be much of a choice in that for him. Yeah, exactly. And okay. I, I did have a lot of because because I've seen it happen with uh, Tobias and. Uh, my buddy uh, Drew Drew Dixon, who's another MMA fighter uh, in the area, and I've seen it happen with them so many times where guys have dropped out like the week of, and I was I was really oh, yeah, I was yeah. really nervous that my opponent was going to pull out, and you know all my buddies had already you know bought tickets, and then I'd have to be like because I've seen the Facebook posts of like hey I'm really sorry for everyone who bought tickets, but you know fight's not happening, and sometimes it's like the day of. I and, I think <laughs> I, uh, we mentioned Tobias Taylor. I think it happened for him fight week. Like he was in the middle of cutting weight. He was he guy, was on the way down to one thirty five. He yeah, was like he was he was like three pounds off his weight cut. Yeah. He was about done with his weight cut, and his fight got canceled. That's got to be yeah. unbelievably frustrating. How many yeah. how many uh, different disciplines are you uh, trained in, familiar with, in terms of like, hey, I don't want to be just a jujitsu guy. So how many disciplines are you comfortable with now? What did you have to add before you were like, no, I'm I, I can I can do this now. Uh, well, I, I'd say uh, for, first and foremost, my wrestling and my jujitsu, like those are, the, I'm very, very comfortable with both of those. I've competed in both of those. I've, I've done well in competitions. Um, but I'm, I, I, I still have a lot of room to grow with my striking. You know, I've trained a little bit of boxing and co- when I was at Ohio state, I did like a little bit of boxing there, a little bit of Muay Thai, a little bit of karate, um, but never, never consistent enough to build a solid base. Uh, so what, this this past year, I've been at Rising Dragon. That's been my main focus. Has been my stand up. So we primarily work my boxing, but we also we we call it like MMA striking. You know, it's not like a specific discipline, but there's aspects of karate. There's aspects of Muay Thai. Okay. Um, but definitely the the bulk of it is boxing. I would say. When you say MMA striking, is it striking that takes into consideration the fact that it could go to the ground, so you maybe can't have a normal, conventional, like, say, boxing stance? Yeah. Where you have to kind of be more ready to sprawl or whatever that might be? Is that what you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. It's it, And it's not like the you're not following the, you know, there, there's a lot of striking styles that are very, you know, they have the same they have the same rule set. Yeah. You know, like Dutch kickboxing and, like, kickboxing. They might, they might have very similar rule sets, but it's a different, it's a different style. It's hard to explain. Maybe like show Patrick. <laughs> yeah, please. No, I mean we'll end with that. Well, let's, yeah, get yeah, yeah. Well, let's get through that first. I don't. It's hard. It's hard to explain the differences. Like you know, I could like look at a UFC fighter and look at their how they strike, and I could be like, all right, he's more of a karate, you know, striking style. Like someone like 
Darren Taylor, like uh, Wonder Boy, like those guys, where they're kind of like bouncing in and out. Leota Machida, like yeah, it, they're yeah. they're looking for like really quick bursts, and then you got guys that are standing with their with their chin down, throwing hard shots, and that's more of like a Muay Thai style. Okay. Every obviously, you guys know what boxing is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so go ahead. No, I was, I was. So you went through all the promoter stuff, and then you finally got the call. Like, no, we finally got you a matchup. Were you yeah. nervous? Like, did it, did it, like hit? Um, it didn't. No hit pun intended. Right away, it it did not hit right away. Um, there was, I mean, there was a little bit of nerves. Okay. But it would, it would, it would come in waves. Okay. You know, like there'd be times where I was just sitting there, like. Man, shit! I'm, I've got a fight in four weeks. Mm-hmm. That was because because you're thinking that it's kind of like, oh, hey, that's is a really good case scenario. O and O versus O and O, both amateurs. You know, I know it's got to be a little nervous because you can't really prep for somebody. You and I were joking yeah. around about this before we started, but there's no tape on this person, but he doesn't have tape on you, so it's pretty even keel right there. But well, yeah, the difference like, is, I think I think he probably. He probably could have found some tape on me. He could have found he could have found my wrestling matches. He could have found oh, my jujitsu matches. I'm sure I'm sure there there are a lot of them aren't probably available on Flow. If he if he has that, and if not, he can look at my Instagram. You know, just dig through it. But I the only thing I could find on this guy was an interview of when he was in high school, like from like a local news station. Okay. So from that, I I realized that he was a wrestler. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's how I figured it out. Well, this guy just that was, has yeah. so terrible grammar. Um, yeah. Was he? Was he? Was he? <laughs> All I can put together is that this guy's a shitty interview. <laughs> Why is he with ass? these old men? Why is he wearing that shirt? <laughs> what shirt? The shirt he's wearing in the interview. Uh, <laughs> That's all you can take away from it. I imagine yeah, he was wearing a singlet. And those things you put over your ears. I imagine he just not even out. in the interview. You no, know, he, he wasn't. He wasn't oh, dressed hard. Amateur. So, um, <laughs> is he? Is he? Was he local? Cleveland guy. Uh he was a Toledo guy. Okay, so he's, yeah. he was in Ohio. Yeah. Um, so, just... so I, so you said that like you're kind of in and out sometimes. So you get the the call, everything. So, is there like an oh shit moment? Like, because I know this has been building up for a while, but is there a time you're like. Fuck! I just agreed to get in a cage with another guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean there would there would be like fight. like I said, you know, there'd be a couple moments here and there, but the nerves it was it was just like a continuous build up. You know, it's something I wasn't used to. You know, if I'm if I'm in a wrestling if I'm going to a wrestling tournament, I'll get, I'll get nervous right before my match, and that's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Same thing with jujitsu. Like I don't I don't like worry about my jujitsu matches until I'm there and I'm like about to step on the mat. Um, and the good thing about jujitsu is usually you're doing your matches back to back to back, so you only really get nervous for your first jujitsu <laughs> yeah, fight. Yeah, you of the get day. that first one out of the way, and then, and then yeah, and then yeah, and then you're like, you're like, all right, you're up again in 15 minutes. Okay, so you don't even have time to get or nervous. Depending again. on the tournament, immediately after yeah. your match ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, one time I had like six matches in an hour, so you know, when when you're in a situation oh, yeah. like that, you don't get nervous. <laughs> but this was like, I was I was not accustomed to being that nervous. And the nerves the day of were like, you know, amplified. Like the 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 last two nights before, I could barely sleep because <laughs> I'm like I'm like Saturday, I'm I'm getting in the cage, you know, and I've been dreaming about this for ten years. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, were you were you like nervous? Like I don't know how this is going to turn out, or were you ner- or is it more like anticipation? Um, there there were nerves about how it would turn out. You know, I've I've put a lot of work into this. Mm-hmm. And I, I've I've seen so many fights, you know, UFC fights with champions, 
you know, they get knocked out like really quick in like the first minute or yeah, like 14 seconds or in some really bad situations. So, you know, there's, it's hard, you know, I would try to not give those thoughts uh, the time of day, but it's hard to push those thoughts back when you're like, shit, you know, I got, I got 30 people I know coming to watch me fight. If I get knocked out right away, that's going to be like, (laughs) that's going to be the most embarrassing thing ever, you know? (laughs) Hence me waiting to ask until after the fight if you want to talk about this. It's funny that like, it's funny that to you that that would be like the most embarrassing thing ever because I think it takes fucking nerves of steel just to get to the point where you're willing to walk in that thing and square off against somebody. Oh, yeah. Like it, like you should knock out anybody who would make fun of you for getting knocked out. Like, you, okay, you think it's funny? Yeah. Dick Go head. to sleep. You're eating a hot dog watching this. What yeah. did you do today? Exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, one of my buddies was like, joke. He, I mean, he was being completely sarcastic. He's like, well, you know, we're all going to be really disappointed in you if you get your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> like, like super condescending. So, like, so I was like, I was like, I was, he's like, he's like, he's like, we're, we're there to support you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, what, it's, if that it's was, way better. if that was me and my friend said that, I'd, first, I'd have a different, I'd be like, I don't know what it is, but that just made me feel incredibly comfortable. Thank you so much. <laughs> now, because that, that's the kind of normal thing that you would say to me. So I actually don't feel as nervous anymore. Yeah. So how much time from the time you got the call, you got a confirmed fight, to actual fight day, how much time did you have? Um, at, I think it was about four and a half weeks. Okay. Uh, but again, I'd been, I'd been training pretty consistently. Like, hard, like Grant, I always, I, you know me, I always, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah, training. Yeah. Um, but there's but probably I was a training, difference between training... And fight training. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a difference. So I was training as if I had a fight since, like, end of March, early April. Okay. So uh, even though I only had, like, four and a half weeks notice, it wasn't, like, it wasn't a short notice fight because I'd been in and out of camp mode yeah. for the last, you know, two and a half months or so. So, okay, so you're not rolling off the couch like, ah, shit, I got to fight. No. As you sometimes would hear about, like, certain fighters, like, call it the last minute. I mean, the the... The most recent, probably the most famous one in the last like two years is the Michael Bisming knocking out Luke Rockhold. Yeah. He was like, no, I was on a movie set. He's like, <laughs> I was like lifting weights and drinking. I was not ready to fight. And in three weeks, he had to get himself down. So you were, you were, you were in a good spot already. So yeah. then, so, so what, what is fight prep work like? You got four weeks. So obviously, you're going to be mixing in a lot of cardio, weights. I mean, so, so how, how do you structure your day so you're not kind of like burning yourself out? Uh, well, actually... Um... I actually had like a back spasm in uh, the middle of April, and because of that, I was not really able to lift weights pretty much at all. Um, I, I, I kind of oh, that's ca- why you felt weaker yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I tried. God damn it! There's gonna be a couple in there. <laughs> Just let it go. I tried. I tried to keep it under wraps because I didn't want you know. I mean, obviously, no, like no. There's no way it would get back to that guy, but I didn't want anyone to know that like I'd been hurting. But like, yeah, I, I, I lifted weights maybe once or twice like two weeks out just yeah. because you know i was i was i felt i felt that i was losing muscle mass um i i, I think my opponent would disagree um i saw the video <laughs> he's disagreeing right now yeah <laughs> he's like he's like oh shit thank god he couldn't lift weights i can't that was him without was. lifting weights yeah shit <laughs> um but yeah i would i would try to do uh as much jujitsu and uh, striking as i could i was Instead of going to, you know, Rising Dragon twice a week, I was going three times a week. Um, if I wasn't working, I was going to jujitsu ju- Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then, um, you know, try to go in for Wednesday for, you know, g- get a little gi in and a little no gi. Um, one of the biggest differences is every open mat that I would go to, which is uh, Fridays at Levitate Jiu-Jitsu and uh, 
Sunday's Sunday. a real pro. I would I would not wear I would I wouldn't even bring my gi because I was like, listen, we're we're doing no gi only. Um, and ever everyone was accommodating to that. No, you know? Fine, yeah. Everyone likes doing no gi. They just don't want them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember um, a couple of those Sundays. Yeah, you just do you just do no gi the whole time. Every, no one yeah. minds that. You just take the top off and you're in no gi. It's no big deal. Exactly. So yeah. when you're when you're in fight training, at some point in time you had to do sparring, right? Yeah. So what is the difference between training and your sparring versus the first time you step in? to that cage and here's what i'm trying to say is like have you been punched in the head without like a helmet on <laughs> um only honestly only like one time okay that's uh, what, we, like, i can't even yeah. imagine what that must be like yeah. yeah we did like we did like one it wasn't even a full sparring session you know we'd already done like maybe 10 rounds and then we did like the last three rounds where i took off the headgear okay uh just so i could get used to getting hit like that yeah yeah um but honestly it uh you you still you, you're still wearing boxing gloves, mm-hmm. and I I think a lot of people take that for granted how much padding there is on boxing gloves, especially oh, yeah. the sparring gloves are like 16 ounces, uh, versus MMA gloves which are like four or five ounces, and I I remember the guy hit me um my opponent hit me with one clean shot at the very beginning, and I remember thinking like oh shit where am I okay you know he got he <laughs> yeah. got good yeah he got me with a good one I mean I got I got a little shiner from it okay um. But yeah, he hit me one time, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "This is this is different." And, mm-hmm. Well, and to put that into to context too, uh, you've been hit in the face before, right? No. Oh, I have. It sucks. Um, I have not been hit in the face by somebody who's been training to hit people in well, the face. And that's what I'm like. I, I've been hit by people, you know, at a bar. And I'm like, okay. That wasn't that bad because that <laughs> guy was you're also, drunk and he yeah, sucks. You were probably drunk and too. And I was also and I was also <laughs> drunk. Wasn't my idea, uh, but yeah. <laughs> but that's a guy that is that's training has probably been. I'm, he's probably similar in the kind of situation you are. Maybe he's looking for a fight, and then he had four weeks to really gear up. So that guy's been training to to fight. So yeah, yeah I can imagine kind of like that. That first shot's like, holy shit, that guy hit and it kind of hurt, and uh, I really got to get my wits together because like that, you know, there's probably another one coming right after. Yeah, that. exactly. So, so your first anybody that gets into this sport i'm assu- i'm assuming their first experience at getting hit with those little gloves is the first time they're in a legitimate competition i would i would assume most people that is, that is probably the case cuz even uh we'll do a little sparring with mma training gloves mm-hmm. and those are even like 8 ounces okay so even that has an extra 4 ounces of padding and correct me if i'm wrong i i, I don't know this is basically what i've heard uh in the last ten years, especially because I think a lot of like with, with CTE and brain scans mm-hmm. and things like that, it's it feels from like interviews I've seen and discussions that I've seen on like YouTube and interviews that training for MMA has changed a lot over the last couple of years, where it's not a lot of hard sparring anymore because it's kind of silly to just be beating the shit out of your head every single day while yeah. you're getting ready for a fight where someone's going to be hitting you in the head for a couple of rounds. So it's maybe more drills and more technique. Is that, I, what yeah, are your thoughts on I that? I would, um, well, I mean, obviously I can't, I can't compare it to past training because, sure. you know, all I, all I know is fighter interviews. Um, but I usually would, sp- I would spar once a week. Okay. That's what I would do. Uh, when we, we go like 10, 15 rounds, something like that. Um, and we, occasionally we would do a little bit of extra sparring, like maybe like two days after that we would do um, 
like when uh, Taiwan's son, Cody, who's a really good wrestler out of Virginia Tech uh, right now, and uh, he, we, me and him would do some, like, we would do grappling with our MMA gloves and we would hit each other. Yeah. But even then, we're not we're not hitting each other like full go. Like I'm, you're just getting used to being on the ground with someone who's actually maybe yeah. hitting you. In, yeah. You in don't you don't want to be in a situation where you get hurt. No, not at all. And I I do think that you know in the long run I don't I do not want to have a crazy amount of sparring hours in. I mean that that's yeah. kind of what I was getting because I I think that is changing a lot. Like there, there are when we're talking about like when he was starting to get into this back in. You know, 2007, 2008, 2009, the the thing that a lot of the, the the more veteran ones that maybe kind of like the first wave of retirees for MMA, like UFC MMA, would just tell stories like, I can't believe the way that we used to train. Yeah. We used to just put gloves on and beat the shit out of each other day in, day out, day in, day out, because we thought you had to get used to just getting your ass kicked all the time. And because of like, you know, this is obviously the football CTE thing that's been going on, and then now the MMA stuff, the training has changed, it seems where they're getting, they're trying to get a little smarter about it. Where they're doing more technique hitting, a lot of cardio stuff like that. But they're not just getting in there and wailing on each other and saying we train today. Yeah, so I, I was curious. And and you talked about being at Rising Star. Rising Star is a, 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 a very rising. Oh, sorry, Rising Star is the coffee place. Also, <laughs> also good. A lot also, of fights there. Also fights good. There. All, no, Andy said he got in a fight at Rising Star the other day. That's what I was talking about. But Rising Dragon is a is a, a well known. Uh, well-known school, great coaches, so I, I'm not surprised to hear that you know, they were real, taking really good care of you and kind of getting you ready for that. I, I, I also got to imagine the sport itself in competition has evolved so drastically. I'm assuming like when um, – it, before it was called UFC, it was just Ultimate Fighter, right? Isn't that right? Uh, what was yeah, it I, I think they were just calling it the ultimate. Like we, okay. we were going back to like 1998. Yeah, so, like in the, the again the quote unquote dark ages. I think they weren't calling it UFC. I think it was calling it the Ultimate Fighting Challenge or Ultimate Fighting Championship. Yeah, I imagine something like that. Fighting Championship. I imagine Championship. those guys literally did get in there and just wail on each other. Those there were, was no, there was very little technique. There was very oh, little science. Dude, they're hilarious. Uh, go to like uh, what's that guy's name? I think his name is Keith Hackney. Gave the best promo I've ever seen. And he was like, this is like UFC 1 mm-hmm. back in like 96. And these are like kind of overweight karate guys, you know, with mullets from Canada that are like the best fighters in the world. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the, there were no rules. There was, I'm pretty sure there was hair pulling. The only thing that you couldn't do, I think, was eye gouging or eye fish gouging hooking. and fish hooking. I, I think, think you were even still allowed to hit in the groin. You were. Yeah. You were initially. Jesus fucking Dude, some of, the, yeah. some of those fights are... Uh-uh. Some of those yeah. fights are brutal. There's actually... It's... it's like, There's some <laughs> scary... There is not a lot of technique, but as soon as someone teched it, someone with technique, like a, when Poise Gracie walked in there, had technique, he walked through everybody. Yeah. But well, a there, lot of it was kind of really rough, rough around the edges, not a lot of rules, and some really bad it haircuts. Was, it was a lot of specialists. Like, you yes, would, you would yes. have, like... It would be like, all right, we got like a sumo wrestler. Yeah. We have a boxer. We have um, a Greco-Roman wrestler. We've yeah. got karate guys. We've got jujitsu guys, and like that was the initial thing. It was, so I, like mm-hmm. y- you would get guys, like wrestlers who have no idea how to box. Yeah, and then you get boxers who have no idea how to stop a takedown. Exactly, I, and I think I want to say that's how it started. Yeah, I think the Gracies wanted to prove that jiu-jitsu was yeah, the best. That's because no one out of Brazil really knew much about jiu-jitsu. So what they would do is they would take uh, a karate guy, put him in there with a the Brazilian. It was basically to see what style was the best. Mm-hmm. And since absolutely no one knew how to stop a takedown, or and and certainly didn't know what a submission was, 
Hoist Gracie, who was the first one to start winning all the first UFCs, would go in there, take these guys out, and submit them. And everyone's like, these boxers wouldn't even get a single punch off. But that guy probably... Okay, and I actually hate it when ESPN does this, and I'm about to do it. Take take that guy back then, keep him in his, keep him in his prime, he'd probably get the shit kicked no, out of him this, today by well, somebody ev- in their prime. Everyone today is like Vinny. They train in yeah, everything. Exactly. So Vinny is going to be well-versed on how to, one, take someone down... Or to prevent a takedown or anything like that. Like back then, you know, they got in this guy to gi on. They're like, "Oh, karate guy or whatever, something like that." They didn't know this guy was going to dive in on their legs and put them on the ground. Right. You know, well, you do you do get a you do get some specialists. There's not there's not many. Um, like in the UFC, there's not many. Like Damian Maya is one person. where he he his his striking is shit, but his, his he does it enough <laughs> just to yeah. But yeah, you, and that's. He's actually you gotten. Can, you I can will get say away he's gotten him. pretty far. Yeah, he's, he's gotten so, really far. Because he is so good <laughs> at that so good. one thing. Um, but it's it's not like it used to be where it, it used to be. Everyone was a specialist in yeah. one thing, and now you get occasional specialists. But that being said, you could you could get pretty far. I, I I would argue that you could still get pretty far being a being a specialist. But you're not gonna. Chances are you're not gonna make it in the UFC, PFL, right. Bellator. You're not gonna make it in probably the higher not. leagues. But you could probably you know just regionally. You know, make make a you know, oh yeah pretty yeah, good yeah, impact. yeah I mean all yeah every fight starts on the feet yeah so yeah so next piece is probably the your least favorite part and the thing that people know least about is the weight cut getting your weight down so you say you walk around at two fifteen your fight was at two oh five yeah Any allowances like two oh six uh no not for not for amateur okay got to be two oh five on yeah. the nose yeah okay. two oh five or under so two fifteen to two oh five doesn't sound terrible. But it is still losing weight that you'd rather not lose, which means you're yeah. changing your diet, you're cutting. So how much did you, like, where did you start to camp? Where did you end? And how much of that was just naturally getting down there? Or was there a cut? Uh, there was a little bit of a cut. It wasn't wasn't too bad. Um, I was probably, I probably, when I signed where, when I signed the contract, I was probably, like, 220. Okay. Um, and, you know, I would, basically, initially, I would just up the cardio. And up in the cardio alone got me down to 215. And then the last week or so, I really didn't, I really don't need to take my diet that seriously for 205 until the week of. So week of, I started, you know, really watching my meals and then I, you know, got, shave got off down a couple more. Yeah, yeah. Shave off a couple more pounds. And then the last uh, couple of days, you're basically just heavily monitoring your water. Um, so I would only, I would, you know, drink enough water that I would like maintain the weight. And then the last, uh, like Thursday and Friday, I was you know, I was basically like weighing myself before I drank anything. Yeah. You know, weigh myself and be like, all right, I could I could have like two pounds of water. I'm gonna usually, you know, I usually lose about two pounds in my sleep. Um, and throughout the course of the day, I might lose like four or five pounds of water if I just, you know, I'm just very stringent in what I'm drinking. So what? Uh, so nuts. fight Saturday. When did you weigh in? <laughs> fight set. I weighed in at two o four. I mean, what day? Like, do you weigh in Thursday or Friday? I weighed in uh, Saturday. Oh, you weighed in the day of the yeah. fight. Yeah, so amateurs, oh. amateurs in Ohio, you weigh in the they day. They don't play of the around fight. there, huh? No, so I weighed in at uh, at twelve thirty. I got I got there at ten thirty, checked my weight, and I was actually a couple pounds under, so I could, have, you know, I had a Gatorade. Um, and then I don't just, know why I thought you were gonna know, say just, taco. I don't, yeah. I, I <laughs> oh fuck it, taco. I had some trail mix. <laughs> I, I had trail mix and a Gatorade. All right. Uh, taco would have been poor choice <laughs> yeah so you're there on saturday you weigh in at what time 12 30 yeah what time's your fight uh, i believe it was at like 7 is when it what ended the up happening. fuck did you do for seven hours besides do nothing but think about it 
that's tacos. I, I tacos, sat, yeah. I sat there <laughs> drinking water, drinking Gatorade. Um, I would, tr- I would basically try to drink as much as I could without, um, you know, get, like cramping up yeah, or yeah. getting overindulged. You also, if you're kind of watching your your weight or you're cutting weight, you can't just make the weight and just start eating. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be smart about it. I've had, I've had a lot of experience in fucking that up. You know, just going eating a ton of food right right after. That, was that just make you up. sick? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it makes done that. It, it, you know you 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 feel your stomach the whole time, and then after your matches, you're like puking because oh, okay. you're just yeah. exerting yourself so much, and your body's not even though even though it's only a couple of days, your body's not accustomed to you. You know, your stomach is will just be full of water, mm-hmm. so you need to you need to do it very gradually. You won't react. So you're well digesting it, it yeah. quick. You know, right. you're digesting it. Um, this is actually one of the best times i ever felt after a weight cut no oh, good i went to went to bob evans and i ordered four slices of toast and that's when i ate <laughs> oh, four, I, slices, of four toast. slices of toast with butter and jelly on them <laughs> that's the I, happiest I, i've ever heard anyone talk about yeah. butter jelly and toast hey, i'm sitting here thinking about something so disgusting butter and jelly on toast he's like it was the best thing ever yeah do what I did. It's gonna taste amazing. Yeah. Well, I was I was just I was so I I didn't want there to be any chance of me overeating. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um. I, pro- I you know probably should have gone for six. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that you a Bob Evans coupon for doing the podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my wait my waitress's face when I was like I'll have four slices of toast. She's like oh fuck me I'm not getting a tip. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh trust me. And coming from like because I waited tables. She went back in the kitchen like. All right, well, I have a fucking weirdo at table 12 <laughs> who's ordering toast, butter, and jelly, and he won't stop smiling. <laughs> all right, so Some psycho just trying to eat all the toast. What do you, what do you want to ask him between weigh-in and Well, there's a couple time. others. So uh, was there a face-off? Yeah, there was, there was a face-off. It was actually before the weigh-ins because we were waiting for the Ohio Athletic Commission to show up. Okay. Because uh, they, they kind of took their time uh, getting there. So we were waiting for them to show up so we could do the official weigh-in. Uh, we did, we did like this, the stare down. We did, um, you know, pictures of us, you know, flexing with our shirts off. Fuck yeah. <laughs> We'd like to see that, please. Oh, they're coming. They're coming eventually. <laughs> Wait, I, haven't, so I haven't seen them yet, but they're off. there. The only face yeah. off I know is hockey. Yeah. So, you know, staring each other down. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not big into the mental games. You know, no one's no one's gonna no one's gonna get into my head. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to get in their head. Mm-hmm. Do you say um, anything? No, I mean we you know we we basically here were, comes the pain, we were together bitch. all day. <laughs> yeah, like me and oh, me yeah. and this guy me and this guy were together all day. So like I'm not gonna like talk shit to him and then sit next. We to just him had for, a like, beautiful we just had a beautiful we just had this beautiful brunch at Bob Evans. I imagine, so I imagine they're sitting there with uh like it's the 80s. They each have one half of a headphone. Each one of you has an earbud, yeah, and they're just—you're like, both that's listening that's to Dave Matthews interview. before you guys fight each other. Getting closer and closer, and it's like I'm gonna try to beat you up later instead of making yeah. out with. I really like your shorts. No, it was awkward. <laughs> it was the, the the most awkward thing was like we were both present during the other person's interview. So like you know oh, like really? yeah I mean like we didn't like I could have walked away, but I'm like no I'm gonna listen to his interview, and of course he's gonna listen to my interview. Um, but you know I hear the guys say you know you know I uh, I did some like. I did some high school wrestling. I, I knew, I, you know, I got a, I got a tip that this guy's really good on the ground, so I'm gonna try to keep it standing. And I was like, oh, that's a good thing because, you know, I'm thinking, I, I don't know how good this kid is at wrestling. I don't know, I don't know anything about him. Yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, if he's afraid to go to the ground with me, you know, I have that in my back pocket. Oh God. Yeah. Why? Can would... you imagine what our interviews would have been like? <laughs> 
If oh, mine would have been fucking terrible. I'd I'd have been freaking out. I'm like, so Joe, I'd even like, I can't believe I fucking signed up to do this, man. <laughs> this is fucked. I don't that. You seen that guy? He looks mad, man. I can't believe I'm so hungry. That'd have been my interview. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy would have been like. Okay, well, I'm going to kick this guy's ass. So you, you you sit there in the interviews, and then you do that thing where they put you face-to-face, nose-to-nose. Like, how far yeah. apart from one another uh, are you? And is he being, like, a dick? No, nah, he wasn't being a he wasn't being a dick. We were, I mean, we, you know, we were a good maybe a foot between us. You know, I wasn't, I you know, I probably had a little smirk because I'm like, yeah, I'm... I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck you up, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to say that. Cause I'm, I just, that's just, that's just not my personality. Nah, you felt good though. You felt, yeah, you, you felt, I felt good. You, I felt, you know, he's, he's a tall guy. He's a skinny, he, he was taller and skinnier. Um, and I'm thinking, all right, you know, if I got a little frame like that one, I'm probably considerably stronger than you and that's going to help in the grappling. And two, I was, I was, I really wanted to knock him out. You know, it was it was my first fight, and I really wanted to knock him out. And I'm thinking, all right, he's got a little frame like that. I'll just I'm gonna kick the shit out of him, and then you know, try to knock him out with my. Well, hand, good. Right? We'll get to that, and you weren't far off. Uh, <laughs> so, so fight day, we kind of already talked about what you went through. So I guess the next thing is now you walk out there. So what's going through your mind as you're walking? Because it is, oh, the, it was in a cage. Yeah. So you're you, finally you hear your name. It's time to walk into the cage. What, what are you thinking? It's um. Unlike unlike anything I've ever felt in my life, uh, it was you're I'm 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 sitting there outside. You know we fought outside under a big big ass tent. Yeah. I'm waiting. You know I watch him walk out and I'm just amped up. I see some of my buddies. They're coming to try to like say hi to me and I don't even want to talk to them. I'm just like Hitting, fist fist yeah. bumping them like get out of here. I'm in right. the zone. And then they uh, I walked out to uh, another oh. one bites the dust. And once <laughs> once the once the like that's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. I just. My whole body just fills with like it's like my whole body's vibrating. Yeah. It's an adrenaline rush I've never felt in my life. Never in wrestling, never in jujitsu. It's amazing. Like, you know, I got I got like thirty people screaming my name and out of you know, out of like a crowd of like, you know, like two, three hundred people, when you got thirty of them chanting for you, that's that's pretty badass. Yeah. And um on uh, it was it was just a crazy feeling, you know, it was hard to it was hard to see. Because my whole body was just shaking. Yeah. Um, it's like I couldn't feel anything, but I could feel everything. Like that's yeah. yeah I get, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about that's it. That's awesome. That man. is awesome. That's yeah. Fucking rad. I mean, I, awesome. like people had told me about it. Like, oh, wait for the adrenaline rush. And I'm like, yeah, I've got an adrenaline rushes. You know, before my wrestling matches, like not nothing in my life can compare to that feeling. Because you're you're, like you you've never done it. Like, no. Yet all the competition you've done, all the training you've done, you have yet you still, to put on these teeny yeah. tiny little gloves yeah. and face off against another guy who presumably is is ready to do the exact same thing. Yeah. And I can't even imagine, like, I can't even imagine like what must be what you must have been going through. Is is it basically all instinct at that point? Like all that training, everything you've done, just kind of puts you into like. Autopilot. That's actually a great question. So it starts. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. I fucked that up. No. 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 <laughs> no. You, you're, you're so, that, that's actually ask. a good. He's trying to do it chronologically, and you're jumping <laughs> the gun a little. <laughs> I, 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 like, <laughs> what did you do, do today? We don't do anything <laughs> chronologically. No, no I'm um, just fucking with you. What did he? What did he come out to? Who was in the cage uh, first? He was in the cage first. I, I. I have no idea what he came out to. He came okay. out to some random. I don't know if it was like. 
I, I don't even know if I Lady Gaga. Heard we'll just say it was Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Yeah. yeah. Poker face. All right. Um, yeah, but I get. I mean, my friends were telling me, oh, yeah, he was all cocky and dancing in the ring when you were walking out. And I was just like, like tunnel vision. Yeah. Um, but once I stepped in there, yeah, it was. It was all it was all reflexes because I could not I I could not think because of how amped I was mm-hmm. at that sure. at that moment it was it was hard to it was hard to like f- like think of the game plan it was hard to think about anything so I think I was I was probably throwing bombs right away okay because I, I mean I kept my I kept my chin down I kept my hands up and that's you know that's <laughs> Best case scenario I could I, do, I guess. I saw the video. You know, it's uh, um, this is obviously not from someone who's ever done this. I, you look pretty fluent on your feet. Uh, your wrestling was super familiar because I've seen you <laughs> bury people on the ground so many times. Um, I mean, I, I, you looked in control. I, I, I yeah. granted, seeing it and how it feels obviously is going to be very, very different. But so. So walk us through it. So you're in the fight. So what's yeah. what are some of the things you remember? How much do you remember? I'd throw up. Uh, I remember. I remember I'm a good amount. I'm about to throw up hearing the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rem- I remember a good amount, but I remember being like you know, like I said, my whole body's vibrating. I'm trying to focus. I start pawing at him with some jabs. Um, I don't I don't remember a ton of the stand up. Like I don't remember it step by step, but I remember him hitting me with a really clean shot. And me, like, for a brief moment, kind of like, like, oh, shit, where am I? I'm like, oh, I'm in a fight. Yeah. You know, like, and at that point, the adrenaline, like, the adrenaline feeling through the body kind of stopped. And I kind of, you know, was more focused a little bit. And that's when I, I started throwing my kicks because we worked, we worked my kicks a lot, um, especially with my, like, lead leg. A lot of guys, they actually don't have... They don't carry they don't carry more power in their lead leg when they're kicking. They usually carry it in their back leg, and uh, I I carry most of my power in my front leg. So when we were talking about it, you know, like my uh, coaches were like, you know, this guy's not, you know, he's not experienced either. He's not going to be used to you kicking that much with your front leg. Yeah. And uh, I remember we were we were we had a we had a plan where I was going to be kicking him in the body and kicking him in the leg, and I was I was doing that when I watched when I watched the fight over. I was doing that. Um, and we had a combo where you know I would kick him in the body a couple times, and then he'd start reaching for my for my leg because you know I was tearing into his body sure. with every kick. And sure enough, that's exactly what he did. And I was supposed to hit him with I was like fake the leg kick, and then like hit him with a, hit him with a right straight. And he actually dodged the right straight, so then I had to like switch off and throw an overhand to like clip him on the jaw. And um, yeah, I mean we that's that's the the clear that's the clearest memory I have of the stand up. Yeah, and then he the kind clean, of did it feel clean? The 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 overhand, clip, yeah. yeah, it did. But it was it was I was a little off balance. Okay, it, it landed clean. I landed. I know I was landing clean shots. It, but it he looked was, like you were. Yeah, yeah. But he was he was landing clean shots too. And of course, you know, I'm feeling I was feeling his shots more than I would have liked. I actually wanted to ask. So you said he got you good once, and that kind of brought you out of the. It, it brought you into the moment. Yeah. Right. Which you hear. You hear football players talk, NFLers talk about that all the time. I just need to get hit. I just need to get hit. And, and yeah. I and I think what you're describing, I think, is what they mean. Like, you have all this stuff on your mind. You're just you're just kind of like, you're not, you're in the game, but you're not really in the game. Then you get hit, and you're like, okay, it's it's past. And you're in. You're in. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, and now, like all that, you know, all that other stuff is just kind of like brought you back into, you know, the the moment you're in. Um, yeah. Where did he Where did he hit you? 
Uh, it was in the face. <laughs> like where? I mean, did um, he, I know. I, I, I want to say it was in the eye because he did. I, I do have, like it's not as noticeable now, but I did have a black eye. Mm-hmm. It might have been in the nose. Okay. Because my nose on one side was pretty swollen. Like, okay. Pretty swollen to the point that my my brother was convinced I broke my nose, but it was just one side of my nose swelled up and the rest of it didn't. Okay. Um, but I mean, it it didn't like. He never buckled me. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he, I might have like stumbled a little bit from a couple shots, but I mean, I've been I've been hit a lot harder. It's just I was hit a lot harder with boxing gloves. Yeah. So it was a different feeling. But I like like to what you were saying about wanting to get hit. I've heard a lot of, you know, Joe Rogan's always talking in his fights. You know, like so and so needs to get hit a couple times in their fight, and then they start fighting. And I was like, yeah, now I now I completely understand yeah. that. Um, do you do you think there was an adre- an adrenaline dump? Or did you feel still um, good cardio wise? So, which because that's I mean, yeah. it's not the same thing. But like I in tournaments I've done, the first one I did, I 100 percent had adrenaline. I had a soul dump. Yeah. Like my soul left me. I was so tired. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. It's a horrible feeling. Yeah. So how, how did you feel? I don't I don't know if I had an adrenaline jump. So kind of jumping ahead, uh, he kind of engaged the clinch on me, or he just got really close and I clinched up. I don't really remember. Um, but I took him down so easily. Like no no effort on my part. I just hit him. I locked him up. Hit him with a trip. Yeah. You know, Joe knows my trip. Um, as soon as, when you were explaining it, yeah. I like kicked my leg. I was yeah, like, I, I know you. the trip. He knows the trip. Because as soon as you saw it, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that before. Felt it. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So you get on the ground. So how? So we get on the ground. I kind of, kind of, I tried to take his back, and I was too high. He squirmed back up. But at that point, I'm like. It's so e- I w- it was just so easy to take him down. You I weren't was just, worried about. Him, I was yeah. so strong. It was at that point. It was I'm gonna take him down and I'm gonna pass his guard because I know I can. Yeah. Um. And that 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 confidence of just knowing that there's no way in hell he's gonna stop my takedown. There's no way in hell he's gonna stop my guard pass. So I basically, right when we scrambled back up, I took him right back down. Pretty much got straight into mount, and then the next minute, I just unloaded on him. So. I, I I will say I was I was because everything you just described is exactly what I was watching. I was like, okay, as soon as you took him down the first time, you could tell. You did. It seemed like you had a bit of a confidence boost right after. Like, oh, yeah. so this can go down whenever I feel like it. Yeah. You, you felt like not that you were in trouble, but if you were in trouble, you knew exactly that you could put this in a spot that you were going to feel comfortable with. You were already you felt stronger, you felt faster, and then you felt much more confident in your ground than him. Yeah, and That's I've had awesome. I've had that feeling in wrestling matches where there's sure, there's yeah. guys you wrestle that are like really difficult to take down, and you have to time it perfectly, um, and you have to be super meticulous. And then there's there's matches where you go in, you take you you feel that person's strength, and you're like, oh hell yeah, you know this is yeah this is gonna be easy. So and that's um, what it felt like. I I I watched on on uh, what's that thing we use on the phones with the pictures Instagram. The video of the end of that. So I I've yeah. seen the end of your fight. So okay, um, you're you're on the the top of them, and I'm watching you just sit there and punch on the side of this guy's head, and I've always wondered this because I've seen videos of you know these UFC guys doing that too. Are you what are you are you actually hitting his head? Is he blocking ninety percent of those? What what's actually happening in yeah, that so situation? He was he was doing a pretty good job of blocking them. Um, I'd I'd say maybe like maybe like twenty like ten to twenty percent of my shots were landing clean. Okay. But even though like the the in my mind you know it's an amateur fight, 
I've, I've seen UFC fights get stopped when guys are covering up correctly. They're blocking most of the damage, but I'm like, I have a minute to hit this guy and he's not, I knew he wasn't going to get out of my mount. So I was under the impression, just keep hitting him and the ref's going to stop it. That, and was that didn't my, happen. That was mine when I was watching it too, because <laughs> yeah. it was. I don't it know. It felt what, like an yeah. eternity. It was at least a minute of you in Mount, yeah. just hitting him. He didn't they look like he was trying happen. to. Escape. They let it. Yeah, they let it. They let was, it happen. It, I ref... actually thought because of the amateur thing too, they would maybe stop it a little bit sooner. But even if it wasn't amateur, I mean, this is a, a minute of clean shots or not. This guy wasn't yeah. getting out of the mount. He wasn't getting out of Vinny's mount. There's clean shots getting through. There are yeah. like I, he was blocking most was he, of them. Was he talking but, to the ref? Um. No, he wasn't. So this is kind of funny. Not not in the first round, but in the second round. You know, granted, I'm dead tired. You you were asking about an adrenaline yeah. dump. I don't know if it was an adrenaline dump or if it was. I just threw over a hundred punches in the last minute. Uh, true. So you never done. Yeah, because yeah, I've never done that, and I really I really did blow my load because I was. You know, the the ref would occasionally say some things. He'd be like, you know, like all right, you're like bottom guy work. All right, you got to defend yourself. All right, this, you know, in like in like 15 seconds left, he's like, all right, this is the last warning. But then the 10 second clock, you know, like clap, clap, yeah. clap, and I'm like, well, shit. Now, like, I can hit him as much as I want. The ref's not going to stop it. But I still, I, I still kept on punching him. Sure. Was, yeah, yeah. So you got the first yeah. round for sure. So second yeah. round starts. Second round, I take him down right away. Quickly. Yeah. Um, and he knew I think he was I'm in trouble. Yeah. He tried to lock up a guillotine, but there was there was nothing on it. I was already in mount. You know, mount, mount against the cage. Quick, yeah. Uh, he had me in a guillotine. There was nothing there. And, you know, I fought the grips, um, flanned him out. And then I was hitting him again. But this time, you know, I, my arms were so tired. <laughs> and I'm hitting him. And this guy this guy looks up at me and goes, like, how you feeling? Because <laughs> really? he could Because he could feel, yeah. That maybe there a, wasn't as much on him. He could feel that there wasn't much on him. And, you know, when he says, how you feeling, I, like... You know, like wail in like three more that are really hard because I could still, you know, I, yeah. even though I'm dead tired, I can still force myself to do this because yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've trained in this situation where I'm, you know, I have no energy left. Sure. Um, but then you know, uh, Steve, our, our the black belt at our uh, jujitsu academy, he start he's yelling like Vinny, like I guess he'd been yelling it for a while, but I didn't hear it. But he's just like Vinny, the submission, like the submission's there, and the in reality, the submission had been there the entire. That entire time, it had been there the mm. entire first round, but I just really want, I, I, I was in the mentality of I want to knock you this guy out. You want to pound him out, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm dead tired. Uh, I can I can still wrestle, and I can still do jujitsu no matter how tired I am, because I've, I've trained I've trained to do that. And, you know, I threw in a couple more punches, uh, slid up my knees, got got him in an arm bar. And, again, the ref, the, ref uh, the, the kid was tapping for three or four seconds before the ref pulled me off of him. Really? Oh, yeah. I couldn't see it from that angle. Yeah. So he was. Yeah, he was. He was tapping for three or four seconds. It's tight. Yeah, I mean, it was a. It was a tight. It was armbar. very very tight. I, don't, I mean, I you know I you know I, I don't I I don't know how to ref, but you know I would have stopped the fight with the strikes, and I absolutely would have been paying attention to the armbar. Can't you, you break know, looking, somebody's arm doing I, that? Yeah, oh, I could yeah. I could have broken his arm. I mean, like, easily. It was it was it was it was, fully, it was fully it was fully extended. Time. It was a really fully extended. Long time. Yeah. You know, I've been I've had a jujitsu match where I was I was tapping for two two seconds before the ref the ref stopped it, and in those two seconds, my arm popped. Yeah, because you know it's if you get the right yeah you get the right uh, angle, and I mean because that was a that was fully extended. Joe yeah. armbar me. You <laughs> we'll, we'll do don't do it. Just don't try to hurt me, but just do it. Come on, just, but don't try to hurt me. 
Take that, no, you that's son of nothing. a bitch. Yeah, so what <laughs> Vinny did was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, most of the time, my experience, if I, I don't even really get the full extension when someone, like, uh, what's that purple belt's name? What is his name? The guy at Real Pro. The ugly uh, dude. Oh, I um, hope he doesn't listen to his podcast. Dumb. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> dumb, yeah. His name is Dumb? No, Dumb. dumb. We were just hoping that he would we're listen and say something about that. <laughs> like when Dom gets me in one or, or Steve or somebody, like, you know, usually I won't even get to the full extent because I'm like, I'm not getting out of this and I'll just, you know, yeah. and I'm sure in a fight it's very, very different. But yeah, that was that was fully extended. So Yeah, it was. I mean, well, hey, man, that sounds like a problem for him. Yeah. Uh, so you win. <laughs> so, so how's it feel when you're done? Well, bef- oh. before we get to that, because I do want to get to that, I watched that video. The most impressive part to the thing, to me, he helped you up. Yeah. I mean, like, he he tapped out, he stood right up, and picked you up. Yeah. That's the thing about, like, I see, you see a lot of that sportsmanship in that sport that just blows my mind. I just watched you punch it on this guy's head just bang, 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 bang. Then you do this whole thing, and then he pops right up and helps you off the ground. Yeah, that that, that was, was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Usually, you know, I've I don't even I don't know if I've ever been in a situation in wrestling where so like because I've I've done that to people where I've I've been the one kicking their ass mm-hmm. and then I've helped them up mm-hmm. after. Um, but I don't I don't know if I've ever been in a situation where uh, the other guy helped me up. Or, or, you know, that guy, or I kicked his ass and he helped me up, or he kicked my yeah. ass and I helped him up. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, a, I'm always, I, I, I never have a chip on my shoulder. You know, I'm always, you know, this is, this is competition for me. Yeah. Um, I'm always, I'll, you know, I would have gladly helped him up, but I was, I was over, I, I mean, I was overcome with emotion and I was just sure. lying on the, on the mat because, you know, this is, this is a moment I've envisioned for, yeah, ten, ten over, years. over ten over years. Over ten years. Yeah. And it finally came true, and uh, the validation in that moment was overwhelming. But yeah, the, the the fact that he helped me up, and you know, me and him embraced, um, you know, because it's it's not about it's not about me wanting to hurt the guy. I mean, it's it's hard. It's probably hard for people to understand that that aren't watching that aren't in the sport. I mean, it's, granted, to some guys in the sport, it is about it is about hurting your opponent. But for me, it's it's the purest form of competition that mm-hmm. there is. And uh, I have I have nothing against my opponents. I wish I wish them well. You know, it, it honestly I, I try not to think about it, but you know, it, it does suck that I'm every time I win I'm crushing someone else's dream. But sure. I got to yeah. do it. Yeah, because it's it's my dream. Yeah, it's your dream too. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry. Going I, I forward, just... every time that you and I are rolling and you pass my guard, you're crushing my dream. <laughs> <laughs> and I prefer you to stop that. Well, well every Joe, time I, you go to I, mount, you're crushing my dream. Let me rephrase that. Everyone, everyone else in the room, I'll, I'll like feel a little bit bad about beating up, and but not Joe. <laughs> Joe, I, I will, I <laughs> will, fair. I will gladly throw little jibes at Joe. That's like, fine. Remember that one time when I like helped you? I was like, hey, that was a really good job, champ. <laughs> like, give Dude, that was fucked him. up. No, he did that. <laughs> So he gets done mauling me like a son of a bitch, and uh, I don't know, the timer stops, or I quit, or I don't know. Steve's like, get off him. Right. And uh, he's like, great job, champ. Like, I'm his son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, me, and, me and Joe get a good back and forth in the room. It is fun. <laughs> it, seems, it, seems, it seems like you have a good back and forth with everyone in the room. Yeah. Dom, well, Jake, I'm so everyone. Bad, I'm so bad at jiu-jitsu. That the only thing I really get out of it is if something good does happen, I hang on to that for 
seven to twelve weeks okay. and just keep reminding people of that. If Joe wasn't, I would, I would. Joe's Joe's legit on the ground. I'll, I, I won't. I usually won't tell him that, but honestly. You know, there, there's people. This you was train a great with. podcast. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, Joe, Joe knows what he's doing. You know, if you ever, if you ever get the opportunity to roll with him, I would. It is fun. I, it's a, it's a weird. The, the thing he did is nothing compared to what. Uh, the thing I do is nothing compared to what he just did. It is fun though. It's a very, it is a very weird thing because like, uh, the place where he and I train, it's just, it's a. Uh, again, it's kind of hard to kind of explain, but like you're. For seven, eight, ten minutes, depending on what Steve feels like making us do that day, you know you're you're, you're, you're you're trying to choke, you're trying to take someone's arm, leg, whatever it might be, and then it's over and it's like nothing happened. It's a really weird, hmm. it's kind of a weird feeling, and I've never, I've never the thing I've joked around about with some of the newer people, I've never even seen a tense disagreement at that school, you know, with and you think maybe it would come up every once in a while, but nah, it's it's just it's not like that. It's very very playful. Everyone jokes around, has a really good time, just has fun training. So yeah. So what's next? That is uh, the question. That is a good question. Uh, I do. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah. Uh, I've got I've got a lot of goals. You know, I wanna right right now the immediate goal is to get my next fight and win my next fight. Um, maybe in like maybe in like October. Uh, we'll kind of we'll kind of see what's available. You know, I'll talk to Tobias in Taiwan and we'll and Alonzo, and we'll we'll see what we'll see what's available. Uh, I do want to take a little bit of a you know a little bit of a breather. Yeah. From not from training because I can't you know I I can't stop. Well, training. not if you're in a fight in two months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's almost. I mean, it's gonna be August soon. Exactly. Well, I mean, but let's be real. If if they said August, you probably would and could fight. Uh, no one really understands this right now. He's literally sitting here in a rash guard and fight shorts. He's about to go train. Vinny, I don't think, really gets out of shape. Yeah. He just gets in less good shape. That's, uh, that sounds about right. You know, I was funny because I, sh- I showed up to jiu-jitsu yesterday, and everyone's like, what the hell are you doing here? You just had a fight on Saturday. And I said, well, you know, I didn't really do anything Sunday, and I barely did anything yesterday, so that's that's enough for me. He's like, I'm bored. What am I going to do, um, sit around? Yeah, I, I, I get bored. I get antsy. And, you know, at the end of the day, I like, you know, the more, the more work I'm putting in, uh, I, it, it's, it's work that my opponent could not be doing, or maybe my opponent's doing more. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and as cliche as that is, that is absolutely fucking true. Like, yeah. I, I remember, holy shit, this comes, this is twice East Bay is going to come up this week between you and I. Fuck, that is weird. I remember like. What's East Bay? Oh, oh yeah, you're 25. Yeah, you're young. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. But I had this uh, East Bay um, T-shirt. It's a it's a magazine that actually it, you just buy like uh, like tennis shoes and shit like that there. Okay. It's from it's from like our childhood. Yeah. And we for some reason it just came up that it still exists. Yes. I, I just ordered a pair of shoes from there. So I had <laughs> mainly because I was excited it still existed. So I had this uh, you know I played money. sports in high school and I had this shirt that said somewhere someone is practicing and when you meet him yeah. in competition he'll beat you because you yeah. weren't practicing right. Yeah. And it, it's that constant reminder that like of what you just said. I mean that's so true about sports. You know you're gonna get out of it what you put into it. Yeah, like I've I've done I've like one of the worst experiences in wrestling I've had in recent years was I went I went to the CSU Open coming off of an injury, um, and I hadn't I had barely been training, you know, and I I go in I'm, I'm I wrestle a kid in the in my first match that's you know kid's like 19 but he's you know four time high school All American, uh, red shirt at Northwestern and the kid just takes it to me 
you know, at, at a pace that I could not match because I was not in shape for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, it's it's good to it's good to have those lessons. You know, keeps you humble. Cause, yeah, yeah, it does keep you humble because you know I, I'm I'm hurt. I can't train, but I you know I still have that drive, and I'm like you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can do. And you know, occasionally you get your ass kicked when you have that mentality yeah. because you're go- you're gonna go up against people that aren't injured and that aren't you know they they've been training their asses off for three months straight. And if you're not if you're not ready for that, you know, yeah. they'll teach you a lesson. Well, I mean, I I think we did awesome. I really do. Um, yeah, fucking impressive. I mean, officially, congratulations on your win. That's Thank awesome. Um, I'm not. Even though you told me when I was talking to you the other day, like, I got to take a break from training, I wasn't terribly surprised when you walked in on Tuesday. <laughs> um, if it's a knock that your hobby is, you know, staying in shape and bettering yourself every day for to hit your goals, uh, that that's a that, 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 that that's a, a bad habit that I, I guess you can go ahead and just keep. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> if there's a fault that you have that, you, that it's that, I think you're going to be just fine. So congrats again. Um, excited you. to see what else you can do. Really appreciate you coming here and doing the podcast because it's something that Patrick and I, a lot of the stuff that we do, we just talk to people that you know are different than us or have done things that he and I have never or will never do. Will never do. I okay. can guarantee you he and I will never do this. <laughs> uh, but it's really kind of cool to hear the way that you speak about it. Uh, for obviously, it's your experience, but it sounded like it was a cool experience with everything from excitement, adrenaline, fear, nerves. It, I mean, everything that you really could have in a story like that, that I would kind of expect, but still hearing someone that actually went through it tell the story is very, very different. So we appreciate you coming. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Actually, those, I remember before the fight, I would I would say, like, you know, I'm feeling excited and nervous and everything in between. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really, not surprised yeah. at that at all. <laughs> But so, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really glad you guys asked me to come out here. This oh yeah, really cool, cool, cool. Yeah, this, th- this is, was, this was very, very cool. This was really awesome. It, like I said, I know nothing about the sport. You taught me a ton, and it was just cool to hear. And and I'm, I'm not gonna watch it, but I'll follow your <laughs> career. I mean, I will. That, it'll be uh, interesting to see what you do. I'm gonna tell you, you'll, you'll have somebody paying attention. Um, is there anybody else you guys want to make fun of that say they're ugly or unaccomplished or? I wouldn't say Don's got ugly. Dom. I mean, I, I guess, <laughs> I mean, other people have. <laughs> um, but I don't want to say their names, but, uh, I'm sure you want to thank some people for your fight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd want to, you know, I, I, w- I, w- I will thank Dom. Dom's been one of my best training partners since yeah, I started great. training. He's great. Um, you know, Tobias has helped me through a lot. You know, he's always helping work my stand up. Same with Taiwan. Uh, Taiwan has grown my stand up game tremendously the last year and, uh, Alonzo Harvey as well. All those guys have worked me really well, um, and of course Steve and Rocco, um, two black belts in jujitsu. They they've taught me tons of things, and I'm sure that they're <laughs> going to continue to teach me until I get my black belt, which probably won't be for another like ten years. But <laughs> oh, so oh. you're about still about seven years ahead of me. There we uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Again, thanks for coming on. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll let you know when this is coming out, but uh, we're going to put this out fast. We're pretty excited about this. Thanks, All right. No worries, man. Thanks, buddy.